What's up and how are you? This is the Shape America podcast and my third season as your host, physical educator, coach, and Lifetime Shape member, Sean Nevels, here on the mic to bring you exclusive content from the world of health and physical education for the 2022-23 school year. As always, we'll bring on leaders from the field and other guests to chat and provide knowledge, tips, and the encouragement you need to be the best professional version of yourself. Follow the Shape America podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and remember to rate, review, and subscribe for continued conversations. Also, be sure to follow our EDI segment where we explore a variety of topics relating to equity, diversity, and inclusion in health and physical education brought to you by the Shape EDI Committee. On behalf of Shape America, my man Joey Martelli producing, and yours truly, thanks for listening. All right, Shape fans and listeners, before we get started, I, I, you know, just a quick confessional moment before I bring on this guest is, you know, I've been honored uh, this going on my third season hosting the Shape America podcast to to not only speak to a lot of great people, but um, have a lot of great people support me. And one of the, you know, this person I'm about to introduce, um, they were part of my my career earlier on before I got full full steam ahead when it came to shape. Um, this person, you know, reached out to me when I was a director, a state director of health and physical education. So this is this this conversation. I'm honored to have this person on. And I, you know, more importantly, I'm glad to see where they have gone in the in the in the time I've known them. So with that, I bring to you um North Carolina Shape President, Assistant Professor and Coordinator of Health and Physical Education at Campbell University in North Carolina, and the Shape America President, Dr. Kim Ballard. Dr. Ballard, how are you? Hey, what an introduction. Thank you, Sean. Glad to be here. Hey, we are glad to have you on again. And once again, you know, definitely want to give you your flowers for everything you've done for me. So, Kim, wow. yeah. That's always you know, you just do things for people. You don't even ever expect anything back. So it's always nice to hear. Oh, for sure. For sure. So I gave you the introduction, kind of talked about where you are now career-wise, but tell us how you got involved with SHAPE. Gosh, it started uh, a long time ago, back in 1996, actually. Um, I was a teacher, didn't know much about SHAPE America um, or a lot about even our state organization. I think a lot of teachers that are just ingrained in their own schools you know, it's kind of hard to get involved until, you know, you know, get get till somebody reaches out or something happens to, uh, you know, get you involved. And so that one year in 1996, I happened to be I do these things in twos. I don't know why I was happened to be the physical education teacher of the year for shape for North Carolina Aper. And while we were there, it was a secret to me, but they rushed me over. And then I was also the health education teacher of the year, same year. So that was a, I went to Southern District for Teacher of the Year. That was a hassle, you know, running from one thing to the other, to this or that. But it was, a, it was an incredible honor um, to be, you know, a toy in both areas, especially Teacher of the Year. But after I joined Shape America then and I saw what was going on in Southern District, I saw what was going on at, you know, our state organization, I just decided that I needed to stay a part of that. And so I continued going back to the state. I continued going to some of the Southern districts. I couldn't go to all the nationals at that time as a teacher. 
but um, eventually started going to some of the national organizations when they were on the East Coast, and I'd skip the Southern. So it just depends on what you what you could do. But um, yeah, that's how I started getting in. Um, and then I wanted to get more involved, of course. So um, I found myself on the NASCAR board meet, the NASCAR board of directors back then. And I was I was just looking through stuff the other day and found my 2005 NASPE Board of Directors notebook. <laughs> they used to give us these big notebooks. We'd go for like three days, you know, and stay there at the Shape, of More, Shape of America headquarters and uh, go through these notebooks and, and lots of information. It was very, you know, very important meetings, of course. And uh, it was really cool to look back through some of that stuff and see where we see where we are now and, and how far we've come. Uh, a little nostalgic for me, but that was really cool. And in that role, I was what was called then the uh, public relations, uh, public PR chair, the public relations chair, which was really cool. So uh, we were uh, doing a lot of things, of course, back then and worked a lot with Joella Melford, um, who was in Emporia State. She was my dream girl. Uh, she's the one that really got uh, the teacher toolbox that's exploded now. She was really the one that really took that and blew it up. Um, she worked with Fran Zavaki a lot on that and the school calendars, but Joella had such an incredible and creative mind that she's the, she just blew it up. You know, it, it went like bonkers. People just loved it, loved it, loved it. And of course it's been going strong um, ever since. So that was a fun committee for me. It was a three-year term that I got to serve. And we did a lot of other things, you know, the 101 tools and, uh, for teachers and all those kinds of things. But, um, you know, it, it was just good. It was really, really fun, uh, fun time for me. Um, I was co-author with the on, first online PE document, which was really kind of interesting for me with uh, Craig Bushner. That was really fun. Uh, really, this was way back before you know, we even knew what online PE might even look like, <laughs> you know, it was just like we were challenged to say, you know, schools were looking at, okay, if we're college, you know, what if we put something online? And the only thing that was out at that time, Sean, was, I think it was at Utah, it was somewhere in Utah, was you could get college credit or you could get, no, it was high school credit. You could get credits by going to the bowling alley, uh, putt putt, I mean, just going to different places and um and uh and playing i mean it wasn't really like getting coursework you know so we were really up in arms about that so our nasty pr committee was deciding that we need to do some yeah you know, research on that so we did but anyway i served at corporate council when i was with spark i sat on the corporate council uh then and um gosh and then i've been on the board of directors and now the ec so i've just tried to stay involved you know all along i, I love this organization and, you know, to the nostalgic, the, the nostalgia point of it, thinking about, you know, where we started, where we are, I, you know, I, I actually found some documents, too. I found the first, my first, it was Mo Afford at the time, but when I presented in 2008, I was cleaning out some boxes and found it. It was 2008, had my name in it and everything. I was just, you know, I was just, exactly. I was an undergrad student. I didn't know any better then. Yeah. <laughs> It's so cool. And the things I was working on in North Carolina at the time and the way that it rolled up into what we were doing at, at uh, what was did NASPE, um, even the definition of what we use as the difference between PE and PA, um, we inserted what North Carolina was using, what we used in our Eat Smart, Move More physical activity guidelines uh, for schools. And, um, 
and and so we were cited in all the documents. I'm not even sure if we are anymore, but I'm not sure if the language has changed some now. But any of the any of the the former documents I know were cited, and so you'll see my name in there for uh, for some of those too. So yeah, I feel like I've been uh, you know involved in in helping the organization move forward. I've been um, you know around for a long time. I, I certainly haven't done as much as a lot of people, but I think I've you know at least been a few stepping stones in there. And you know, and here you are. So you know, you, you know, you're now our Shape America president. So tell us about the first few months of your presidency, and you know where you know what what's next. Wow. Well, we hit the road running. That's for sure. <laughs> um, with standards revision going on, of course, and then um, having to get committees together and and people put on those uh, liaisons for all of our uh standing committees and then the ad hoc committees and uh all that kind of stuff we had orientations going on it was just it was crazy um it's been crazy uh then um i got I was lucky enough of course you know to, to keynote at shape america uh, uh kentucky shape and that was really fun so uh then i got to, at the end of that i was able to take a little time off uh at at uh jamie's house jamie sparks house which was a nice little break and after that things have calmed down a little bit but the first few months have just they were just I mean, up and running, you know, and had I not presently been on the board before, you know, or that, you know, that year before, I mean, it would have just blind, it would have been like hitting, you know, like a deer in headlights. So I think it was really good rolling off the three-year board and then coming in as president-elect and now president, you know, because that gave me this five-year history of all the things that, you know, have been going on that that really prepared me for this role that I'm in today, that I could hit it running and uh, uh, and knowing, you know, what what things we needed to do. Um, I also sit on two other boards and, you know, I, luckily I'm smart enough, I guess, but uh, I have a good head on, you know, my shoulders to know what hair, what hat to wear when and you know, I don't divulge information I shouldn't. And I, you know, keep confidentiality where I should. And I wear the hat that I'm supposed to wear at that time. And, um, but sometimes that gets tiring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just have to, you know, you have to remind yourself sometimes which hat you have on. And, and uh, that happened a lot this, this summer as well. I was switching between organizations week to week. And um, uh, so it was a little uh, confusing at times, like which hat do I have on today? Uh <laughs> calls and then in between trips so yeah it was the first few months have been hectic it's calmed down a little bit we're getting ready to go back to school so um we've got some great stuff coming up for that uh, i'm getting ready to go back to school i'm excited myself uh so yeah i'm getting getting ready for that but things well, are coming just a little bit <laughs> yeah well good thing you know it's good that you actually had some time to shout out to jamie sparks i keynoted in kentucky shape last year i didn't get the uh, sparks home treatment though so when i go back jamie you and i gotta talk okay i did i, I want some of that uh, hometown I love too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was fun that was a good time and it was just good for both of us to just kind of relax and i learned a lot of history around kentucky and he's just so such a special person um that i met so long ago um, and if I may just indulge a minute that, you know, when we first met sort of like with you, it was, he was state director in Kentucky and, you know, I went to visit him and just, you know, sit down and talk and offer my support as a, as a former state director. And we went to this little bitty hole in the wall place because where we were going to eat didn't, wasn't open. And so it was this little bitty hole in the wall place, you know, we had a beverage and, and talked for, you know, hours to something like that. And, and, uh, and went our on our way. Well, neither one of us could remember the name of the place or where it was again. We never saw it again, obviously. So the last stop before we got to his house 
on this journey back, uh, as we got to his house, he, he found, he had found it and he, and we stopped there and had a drink and had our picture there. That first place where we actually met is the last stop on our journey that day. And I mean, I was in tears. It was beautiful moment. It didn't look exactly the same, but a lot of it did. I mean, I got movie, I got pictures. We had the same kind of beverage <laughs> set at the same table. <laughs> it was a beautiful nice. moment. Uh, he is a special man to think about things like that. Nice. So a theme of your presidency while we're on presidents uh, meeting up is servant leadership. What does that mean to you and how are you living that out? Well, you know, servant leadership means different things to different people, obviously. Um, but to me, it means, you know, to give love, to give kindness, um, forgiveness to yourself and others. Um, our board has, you know, the philosophy of the empty chair at the table, representing the members uh, to remind us who we're there for. We're not there for ourselves. We're there for our members and our decisions are about the members. And we even have it on our norms. It's, it's just part of our norms and framework at every meeting that's online. So, um, you know, it, and to me, it, it, it's about putting our grievances aside, you know, for the greater good. Um, and that's hard sometimes. And it's even hard for me sometimes um, to look past some things and to hold that anger or, you know, that betrayal that may have been there um, to the side to see past what might good can come out. Um, that's what it means, you know, to me. And, you know, just remembering that we all have faults and we all have greatness within us, you know, and we, we can bring out either one in each other. So why not bring out the greatness instead of, the, you know, the faults or, or reminding us of our, of our faults, you know? So, um, yeah, I talk a lot about forgiveness, uh, because I think people think that when you forgive somebody, you have to forget what happened. And, um, and I tell my kids this all the time, you don't. Forgiveness doesn't mean you forget what happened or that they get a free pass. You know, I mean, forgiveness, you know, you may set some boundaries. You may never see them again. You may never talk to them again. But you've got to forgive to move on and and, you know, get past that part so you can see beyond it. And uh, uh, or, you know, it may be that, OK, we've got to work with this person, but we may we may have to stay around these boundaries. You know, I may not be able to talk about this subject. And I have that in my own family. There's certain topics I cannot talk about in my own family. We just know that and we've forgiven each other for things that have happened in the past, but we will not talk about them anymore, you know, because we love each other and those are boundaries that we have to set. So, you know, you can forgive people and not go back to them, uh, but we forgive to get to the greater good uh, in our relationships or in our partnerships or, uh, you know, in this scenario, like in our, our greater organizational relationships or, um, you know, just you know, uh, like for, for individuals uh, looking at our um, organizations, you know, some people get angry at Shape or they get angry at ASHA or they get angry at one other organization. Get past that. You know, you, you can't get mad at an organization. Deal with it. Go with the person. Talk about what's going on and let's move on. You know, forgive that and set a boundary and move on instead of carrying that with you all the time. So that's kind of what it means. And then, uh, you know, and then, and then giving to people and by giving um by giving and being kind you can't help but show love that's what love looks like so um that's what i want us to be and want us to think about that's real right there so mm -hmm. yeah and you know even hearing you say it i kind of get that vibe with what you share on social media is that you you know you're you're pretty open not just professionally you know 
in your feelings and thoughts, but also personally, you're willing to share those things as well. So, you know, going to that side of it and, you know, how, how you organize and do the work that you do. Um, yeah. You know, I wasn't always open like that though. I think the pandemic helped a lot um, because during the pandemic, there were a couple things that happened. And one was I, te I tended to open up a little bit about my mom and her Alzheimer's and established very close relationships with people that I didn't even know. And that opened me up a little bit because I, I didn't let people know who Kim Ballard was. I only let people know professionally who I was. And I think that really opened me up to be able to um, say the things I'm saying now and be the person and the leader that I wanted to be. Otherwise, I don't think I, I would have um, probably done that. And so people have been so kind and so giving and so generous and, you know, have just loved me through all of that, that, you know, I don't know. I think that was one of the best parts of, of social media and how I used social media, you know, sort of to get through the pandemic. Nice. Well, talking about while we're on social media and everything in the content that you're doing, um, real quick, feel free to talk about something new you're working on. You got this new video series happening. Tell us about that. Yeah, I got several things going on. Um, so, well, first of all, social media is, I'll just expand on that a little bit more. It's been real important because I think during the pandemic, it was, uh, it was a safety net for so many of us. Um, there was, you know, teachers reaching out to other teachers, um, not knowing what to do. There was a lot of teachers that didn't have social media to even reach out to people. So I really felt for them. Um, but hopefully, you know, they got to websites. I, I saw social media grow from there and listservs grow from that. For me, another really amazing thing that came out of it was uh, what we call now our Friday night family group. And that was uh, it was just tremendous because we started with just Kevin uh, McGrath and, and Artie had gotten on a call and they were talking a couple of times, you know, Friday night. And finally, I got a call that said, get on here and bring people with you. I was like, well, OK, you know, so I'll try this. And and I uh, got a couple of people and we got on and it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And so then people got on and started getting on this, you know, Friday night call. And we all started talking about the issues that we were having and what the teachers were having to do. And, um, you know, instead of teach and they didn't know how they were going to do this online. So they became support for each other through the pandemic. And it became a Friday night relief session uh, for so long and so many. And we and it just grew and grew. Um, obviously open to anybody we kept putting it out on social media please join us please join us and they did and uh, it was just it was tremendous and I met so many people there and um, that you know I really had never met before never heard of um, and and they had never heard of me probably so uh, we've been able to meet some of them in person which has been really cool and now they're some of the best friends we ever had best friends we ever met you know uh, we're very ingrained in their families. We've seen some really cool relationships come out of it. And, you know, it just grew longer and longer till people were up from six to like three in the morning. <laughs> and because the West Coast got involved uh, and it's still going on today, even though we're out of the pandemic and it's not as big as it was uh, at the time. It's still there for, for some of the people that still want to get together. They just we just, you know, jump on when we can. Um, and, uh, and, and new people are still coming on, you know, to just see what it's about and meet new people. So that's what it's becoming now. It's not just the pandemic kind of savior. It's 
you want to meet new great people, jump on on a Friday night. And so you can do that at any time just by, you know, um, on usually it's on Twitter, but, you know, to just DM one of us, you know, we get we get those bombs if you kind of put the link out for everybody. So <laughs> you just have to kind of, you know, let, let us know um, what's going on. But, you know, then I, I had started um, out of the pandemic also with this love that I was gathering from uh, from from folks, the um, what I used to call the hashtag Monday message. And from that became just things that I wanted people to, to think about and to, you know, be, be, maybe uh, ponder on a little bit, you know, what was you know, something that was important to me or was important to you or to think about love a little bit or to think about kindness that day or to think about a road you're headed down. So it could have been reflection. It could have been something to challenge them a little bit or a saying that they needed to ponder about. And Monday message was just sort of an open book of, of things and people could respond or not. It was up to them. Um, but it got really popular. I mean, up to like thousands of views, you know, so I was like, wow, how did this happen? <laughs> so I had to call Guy and I was like, Guy, what's going on? I don't even know what's going on. And took one of his Zag, you know, the Zag Pro uh, uh, courses. And he was like, this is what's going on. I was like, well, how do you know there's that many? <laughs> how do you know this? He had to teach me so much about, you know, social media. I was like, I just didn't know what's going on. So, um, so yeah, that was pretty cool to see that. So, so that, you know, after a while, after, um, pandemic, I sort of dropped that for a little bit as we got back to, uh, norm, some, some what of normalcy. And now I'm getting back now that we're in school and I'm, I'm president. And I, I thought one thing I really want to share with people is this topic of, did you know? So this is going to be dropping on Wednesdays, sometime between noon and five. Um, and the reason is because I'm not going to have just a specific time, which God tells us to do, <laughs> but I don't know what my day is going to hold. And, and on a Wednesday during school time, and I just know that I can get it out during, during that, you know, time. So, and I don't know what's going on with Shape America or what might be our message specifically, you know, things come up and things happen. I may have to change, but, um, but they will drop sometime between, uh, between noon and five on Wednesdays. And all you got to do is just look up my Twitter account at Kim Ballard. It's K-Y-M-M-B-A-L-L-A-R-D. I didn't put a specific hashtag on it because everything I put up was like either taken or it was too long. And I didn't want to take up so much space with a hashtag. So I just left that out. Just look up my, um, my um, tag uh, for, for um, Twitter. Um, so I'm really excited about that. First one will be dropping Wednesday. I've given a teaser out already, and I'll give you a little teaser about the one that's coming out um, here is uh, I kind of threw two things in there. I gave you some information I didn't know if you knew about, but then I also kind of plugged, if I can do that, the um, back to school uh, website because we are going back to school. And a lot of people haven't seen that website yet. And it is tremendous. I was on it myself the other day. I'll take my um, students on there that are my physical education majors and put them on there and let them see what all is on there so that they know the resources that Shape America has. There's something for everybody. So if you haven't been on there, I would just encourage everybody to go look. Um, I just, you know, I think some people just don't know what resources are really there. It's not on the front page, you know, and if you go to Shape America and you just look around, you're like, nah, there's nothing there. You have to go to those tabs, you know, you have to go to the resource, you know, you have to go to and look under those, you know, uh, tabs and you will find so much information just keep clicking keep clicking keep clicking um, and you'll find a ton a ton of information so for sure for sure and while we're on the topic of 
you put a lot of that up in there when you were there. I know that. I remember. That. I mean, listen, your boy was busy at one point, <laughs> but fortunately, right. I'm still here on the mic. But with with that, um, you know, on on the note to back to school to kind of wrap up the conversation, and maybe maybe this is part of what you mentioned on your you know on your Wednesday series, but what word do you have for teachers going back to school for the 2022-23 school year? Well, I don't have a word. I got several words, and I'm going to say them at the end of this. First of all, to the teachers, every student deserves your best. They love you more than anybody else in the class, in the whole school. You're their, you're their favorite, and it's not their fault that the whole world is, is the way it's going today. But we can certainly show them what we need it to be. And we can give them the skills uh, to do that in our gyms and our fields and classrooms. And in the momentum that's coming out soon, the end of this month or first of September, I forgo, I, I went to forgo my last article um, and instead wrote a letter to you, to you, the teachers. And I hope that you will feel the, the love that I was trying to put in it and post it somewhere that you'll see it. And from time to time, you know, years to come still you'll pull it out to read it because what I wanted to say is you are cared for you are seen you are loved you are appreciated you are supported you are valued you are cherished you are respected and you are admired regardless of what anyone says or thinks so hold on to that and go forth this year and do great things and with that, there you have it, Dr. Kim Ballard. Thank you so much for being on the Shape America podcast. Once again, that is Kim Ballard, your Shape America president. You can follow her on Twitter at Kim Ballard, and you can follow her Wednesday series dropping really soon. So pay attention to that. Also, again, a couple plugs that Kim did share. One for sure is the back to school resources. Make sure you check those out for quality health and physical education content um, for the new school year uh, under the under some of the themes there, reflect, renew, and restart. Once again, those back to school resources. Shape Seattle's coming up. That'll be my conference in Seattle. So hashtag shape, uh, uh, shape Seattle. Hope to see everybody there as well and give you a big hug. Stole my plug. Yes, the Shape America <laughs> National Convention and Expo is coming to the Pacific Northwest March 28th through April 1st, 2023 in Seattle, Washington under the hashtag Shape Seattle. Make sure you follow it. Thank you so much, Kim Ballard, and you all take care. Thanks for listening. Thank you.